0: Today on the podcast, we talk about the contractors who are struggling to sort out conflicting requests from their client, and that client is Uncle Sam. Hello, you're listening to On The Merits, the weekly legal news podcast from Bloomberg Law. I'm your host, David Schultz. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about a scenario where an in-house lawyer can really prove their value to the company. We've got a situation where the government is issuing multiple new regulations, and those new regulations may contradict each other. Which one do you follow, and how? Here's the situation. Earlier this month, the White House ordered its General Services Administration to start collecting more climate change info from the companies that do business with the federal government. This in itself is relatively straightforward. It just means contractors will have to gather up some data on their greenhouse gas emissions and report that to the feds. The issue, however, is that another federal agency, the Securities and Exchange Commission, is about to release its own climate reporting requirements, and it's not clear whether the SEC's rules will be mutually compatible with the GSA's. If you do business with the federal government and you're a publicly traded company, this is all making you very, very nervous. Bloomberg Law's Andrew Ramonas has been reporting on these potentially competing climate reporting rules, and I brought him on the podcast to sort through all of this. The SEC's rules aren't actually out yet, so Andrew started off by explaining the rules that we have seen.
1: The order directs the General Service Administration to track major contractors' disclosure of greenhouse gas emissions, carbon reduction goals, and financial risk from climate change. It's kind of what some companies might already be doing to some degree, and their voluntary sustainability reports that they post on their websites. So I wanna make note
0: of one uh, key modifier that you used there, you said major. Um, What does that mean? I guess that means that there are gonna be some smaller federal contractors that don't need to do this.
1: Yeah, yes, you're 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 right about that. That's what it appears to be, but there's still a lot to, to be seen, uh, exactly who and, and what will be affected. But definitely big contractors like Boeing and Northrop Grumman are gonna have to be uh complying with this. Right. And that's something that you pointed out in your story that, you know,
0: Boeing, Northrop Grumman, the really big ones are already kind of reporting this uh, information to other federal agencies like the EPA. So it seems like this is going to really fall on the medium sized contractors because the smaller ones uh, will be exempt. The bigger ones are already doing it. Is that really that that donut hole? Is that where it'll hurt the most, do you think?
1: Uh, possibly. Um, and you know, it it also kind of depends on what they might already be doing, uh, in, in voluntarily, you know, they, some of these medium firms might be putting stuff up on their websites about their sustainability. They might be releasing greenhouse gas emissions, but there also are, uh, most likely a big chunk that aren't doing that. Um, and that will have to kind of beef up and try to figure this out and see what they need to do. But I think the real
0: heart of your story, and this is why I wanted to talk to you, is that it's not just the GSA that is doing this um, with this new executive order. The SEC uh, is also coming out with new rules about greenhouse gas uh, emissions reporting very soon. And based on the folks that you talked to, it sounds like they might not be the same rules. They might be sort of duplicative or slightly different. That seems like it'd be a big headache for these contractors, right?
1: Yeah, there could be, with, with that, there could be conflicting reporting standards that could elevate litigation risks. Uh, if, if the disclosures a company makes to compete for a government contract exceed or deemed inconsistent with what they say in SEC filings, that's what, that's what a source told me. Um but you know and another source told me the name of the game is consistency because uh investors and other stakeholders will look to these disclosures to see if they tell the same story, yeah, I mean, that makes me think that there could be some
0: companies that are you know performing pretty well on the greenhouse gas emissions side, but they have file one filing that says one thing and another filing that says another thing. And now their investors are saying what's going on. Climate
1: activists are saying
0: what's going on. Is that a possibility? Could we see that kind of litigation happen?
1: Uh, Yes, it's very possible. And, and, you know, with government contractors, things like the False Claims Act can come into play. Um, where you know, you can't lie to the government uh, in order to get a contract, so there's there's a lot at play, and you know there could be a lot of a lot of legal scrutiny uh, depending on what the GSA does. Right, and let's just sort of really quickly explain what
0: that is. I mean, you've already sort of alluded to it, but the False Claims Act is uh, a law that could expose some of these companies to uh, you know some serious liability if they mislead the government in some ways do I have that right?
1: Yes, that's right, that's right. Um, and uh, you know it, it could come into play here you know, and then there's the the other the other uh, side of the coin, let's say the GSA is requiring more detailed disclosures than the SEC um if investors think something's not quite right between what the story they're telling and the SEC disclosures versus the GSA they you know there could be an SEC related case out there uh that uh investors could be bringing so there's there's a lot to keep in mind but you know as 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 i said before what my sources has told me is consistency is very important and there's ways that you know, companies can think this through um, if the uh, agencies aren't, you know, aren't on the same page necessarily.
0: Do you think that it'll be sort of a highest common denominator situation where like the, the companies will just default to whoever, whichever rule has the the most reporting requirements and kind of issue those reports? Is that something we could see? Or is it is it not quite like that?
1: Well, I think that's what um you know the lawyers would be advising these companies to do uh report uh, whatever the highest common denominator is so there is not um you can't be uh accused of saying too little, um even though companies might not like to do that um but I I think that's that's where it would go. I have to
0: ask why um do you know or have you talked to any folks who have explained why there are these two different federal agencies moving along different but sort of parallel paths like is this just a situation of the federal bureaucracy is very big and it doesn't you know the right hand doesn't always know what the left hand is doing or is there is there more going on here is there a reason why the SEC and uh, the and you know the GSA and maybe even the EPA are acting on their own
1: Well, there could be a little bit of the right hand not talking to the left hand or or knowing what what the other one's doing. Uh, Part of the problem is the SEC operates as an independent agency um, that's sort of in its own little world from the GSA. Yes, they're all, you know, Biden appoints the the chair of the SEC and appoints the head of the, the, the GSA. But... Uh, the SEC kind of does its own thing. Um, but the, the hope, at least among some of the lawyers I talked to, is that, uh, that they are coordinating, they are talking with each other and that the GSA might be like, look, um, we see you're making these filings and uh, your annual reports with the SEC. You're, you're in the notes of, you know, you're talking about your greenhouse gas emissions and other climate information. That could satisfy what we want, and and you're you're good to go, um, but uh, you know there's always the possibility that the GSA, you know, like eh, could just be no. We want our own our own thing at our own time, and uh, this is just the the way it is, and you'll have to deal with it. Um, and then you have the EPA in there, which already requires some uh, disclosures about greenhouse gas emissions, and they're not necessarily. Um, as detailed as the SEC might be looking for, but um, they have their own requirements. And I, I, I know already that at least between the SEC and the EPA, there have been discussions to try to, you know, hopefully find some common ground there.
0: There may be, uh, and although there almost certainly are, federal contractors that are not public companies. So they wouldn't have to comply with the SEC's rules but they will have to comply with the GSA rules uh, that would seem like it would put them in a really tough position because these companies may not have the ability or the infrastructure to get this information reported out in a way that public companies are probably already used to
1: yeah there there is definitely that that possibility um, and that these companies would kind of be forced to become at least public and and how they do do this but Look, you know, if we're talking about major contractors, whether they're private or public, they're they're probably the they're mostly big companies. They should have the resources and the the, the funds to to do it. Whether they would like to be spending their money on these things, that's that's another another question. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. We're not talking about like mom and pop, you know, yeah, companies here. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay.
0: So what are the next steps here? As you reported on the. Uh, proposal from the GSA came out um, and the SEC uh, proposal has uh, yet to come out but could be pretty soon what kind of timeline are we talking about here when when will these be in effect
1: so it's sort of unclear when the GSA rules will take effect um, but they have been you know the GSA has been seeking common and how they should look and uh you know, as far as the SEC, SEC Chair Gary Gensler said this month that he's hoping his agency's proposal will come out in early twenty twenty two. So uh we'll see. <laughs> early twenty 20- Okay, that's uh that's bureauc- bureaucrat tease
0: for we're not really sure when this is uh Coming out, but we hope it'll be soon. That, that's Yeah,
1: it was actually, uh, you know, it uh, on his agenda to come out uh, this year, but it does not appear to be happening as we're quickly approaching uh, the end of the year.
0: Oh, well, um, I guess that's will be something to look for in the winter and spring. Um, but finally, where do you see like the sort of future of climate reporting or corporate climate reporting heading? This is something you cover a lot. Um, do you see... You know, eventually, maybe one agency that will be responsible for collecting this and make the the reporting and collecting information burden in a little bit easier on these companies. Or do you see the number of agencies just continue to grow and there will be you know twenty seven different reports that each company will have to file? What direction do you see this heading in?
1: Well, every agency may want its own thing, but uh, its own its own disclosures, its own reporting. But you know the the, the GSA. Could as I as I said before, they could they could look to the SEC and and say, uh, you know what you do for the SEC is good for us. Um, then again, they could say something different. Uh, you know, stay tuned. Yeah, but I just have to. You know, it seems like we've talked
0: about this before, but the demand for climate data and for environmental data in general is just going only in one direction. It's going up. Um, you know, from investors. From the government, from activists, it just seems like companies are going to have to eventually figure out a way to really get this out all out there in a you know easy and um, efficient manner instead of you know. It almost seems like they're pulling teeth in some sense, you know, the way it is now to get climate data out of these companies.
1: Right. Yeah. The It, it can be. It can be like pulling teeth. But, uh, you know, as, as one of my sources said, it said to me, you know, regardless whether some companies want to do this or not, and industry generally – we're, we're moving in this direction. Um, we're, we're industries trying to, you know, be more environmentally friendly, trying to at least, um, say they are. So, uh, you know, yes, it might be, they might not like the way that the SEC or the GSA requires them to say they're environmentally friendly, uh, if you will. Um, but, Sooner or later, you know, uh, all big companies, at least, are going to have to make something that uh, some sort of disclosure like that uh, to the government. All right. Well, uh, that was Andrew
0: Ramonis uh, uh, with uh, Bloomberg Law speaking to us. Uh, Andrew, thank you so much for
1: talking. Thank you for having me.
0: And that'll do it for today's episode of On the Merits. It was produced by myself, David Schultz, our editor, is Cheryl Sines, and our executive producer is Josh Block. Reach out to us on Twitter if you have anything on your mind. We use the handle at BLaw. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will see you in 2022. You don't need to be a judge to be interested in our nation's laws and legal institutions, just like you don't need to have a law degree to be curious about the inner workings of courts, law firms, and law schools. That's where we come in. My name's Adam Allington, and I'm the host of Uncommon Law, a podcast from the Bloomberg Industry Group. Uncommon Law is where public policy, storytelling, and the law are combined. We explore big topics ranging from tech policy to free speech to race and gender diversity. So please give us a listen. You can subscribe and download today. Just search for Uncommon Law wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much.